This is an MPT Magazine podcast. For more information, find us online at www.mptmagazine.com. My name is Karen Lieder. I'm an academic and a translator from the German. Um, I've been translating Durs Grünbein for a couple of years now. Um, and one of the poet poems that he's written from 2010 from a collection called Aroma, um, a Roman drawing book, um, is called Torso of Polyphemus. It's part of the um, Rilke events, which I've curated for Poetry International 2014, and uh, where a number of poets respond to Rilke or to his life, to his poems. Torso des Polyphem für Bernard André. Das Büschel Brustra war den Gräben der Beweis. Das Trumm aus Marmor, das die Erde freigab, konnte so riesig, animalisch, trauervoll, als grobe Muskelmann nur einer sein. Der Wilde aus dem pikaresken Mythenkreis um diesen Seewolf, den Poseidon lange nicht verschonte. Roh wie ein Baumstumpf kam er im Museum an, wie von der Axt entstellt. Was hatten sie ihr angetan, der Missgeburt, die in Nature und als Säugling präpariert, zum Schaustück würde in den Raritätenkabinetten dann? Die Stirn zertrümmert, wo das große Mittelauge stierte. Zum zweiten Mal sich an dem Griechen Golem ausgetobt, wie schon der Stoß trug des Odysseus. Das Zerstücken von Teufelswerk war guter Christentat, und der Zuklob blieb nur als Rumpf zurück, aus Angst vom bösen Blick. Torso of Polyphemus for Bernard André. The tuft of chest hair was proof enough for them. The vast shank of marble, relinquished by the earth, its brutish melancholy, this brooding muscle man, could only be him. The savage from the wilder myths about the artful sea wolf, plaything of Poseidon. Spliced like a tree trunk, he came to the museum, as though disfigured by an axe. What had they done to the monstrous birth, a real-life infant prepared in formaldehyde and displayed there as a specimen, foreheads smashed where once that one eye stared? Was this a second chance to whop the golem Greek like Odysseus's shock troop back in the day? To blight the devil's handiwork was held to be a Christian deed, so the cyclops was left a rump for fear of the evil eye. This poem is about um, a torso, a, a vast torso sculpture, which really exists. Um, I was very lucky in that when I was in Rome, um, Dos Grünbein took me to see it. And it's an extraordinary, uh, huge piece of marble that's lost its head and legs and is just a very powerful torso. And it's in a little museum just off the beaten track, the Palazzo Altam, Alton, um, uh, where almost nobody goes. Um, 
And I think seeing it was really important in being able to translate, actually. The, um, the poem talks about the, I guess, the, um, the, the Cyclops in uh, the stories of Odysseus, um, a fearsome and uh, monster, a fearsome monster, this, this wild man of the myth, this giant. And here he's uh, a figure of pity, in a sense. Um, uh, just a torso um, and between that sort of extraordinary power of the original image and then this hunk of stone lies a huge history um, of, uh, of the Enlightenment I guess um, so this sort of blasted piece of stone but it also in the middle there is a shift in the poem one of the lines um, breaks in half and starts again and, and you remember other monstrous misbirths um, the babies the, the, that were never born and the preserved in formaldehyde. And so there's a, it, there's a huge pity for this, um, this powerful animal, as it were. Um, it's a sonnet, and, but in the German, it's a rather unusual sonnet in that there are some rhymes, but it's almost like a broken sonnet. Um, things just slide past each other. Um, it's very confident in the way it has a, a, a kind of... Um, an uneasy relationship with the, uh, the, the classical past or classical rhythms, there's a rhyme scheme set up, but then it's just all slightly off. And, and I think in that, you see something of this brokenness um, uh, and the, the, the disjuncture. Um, translating it was difficult in that um, German rhymes much more easily than English. Um, all the verbs have an en ending, and so it's very easy to rhyme in German. And to rhyme in English, um, it's very easy, I think, to end up with something that's a bit sing-song, that sounds a bit doggerelish, if one goes for rhyme. Um, so obviously the choice was to use some kind of para-rhyme, some kind of half-rhyme, um, which also suited the, um, the, the poem itself, it seemed to me. Um, but also, there are these very long sentences that are sort of sustained in the German. And I think English would often be much more pointed, much more um, uh, come, to, come to rest more readily. But it's something about that exploration of the poem um, that, that needs these kind of very muscular sentences, this brooding muscle man, and there are these muscular sentences which, which go on. And it seemed important to get those um, too. There's one other thing about this poem which I think is really interesting, which is that it's a kind of answer to a very famous poem by Rilke called The Archaic Torso of Apollo, in which Rilke, living in Rome, like Doris Grunbein um, at the time, came across um, this uh, statue, this uh, torso of Apollo, and um, found in it an extraordinary power um, to uh, an inspiration, it was a kind of religious experience. Um, and the key thing that he found about this torso of Apollo, Apollo the god of poetry, is the eyes. Um, they're not there, but it's as if the statue beams out, bursts like a star with this huge energy, and looks at the person that's looking at it, looks at the person in the museum, and it finishes very famously this poem, You Must Change Your Life. This is a hugely religious experience, a powerful poetic experience. The poem finishes, for there is no place that does not see you, you must change your life. Mark Doty's 
commented on that as one of the sharpest volters in sonnet history, and it is. It just twists the poem um, to address the reader. The reader must change their life. Now, what's so interesting about uh, the Doors Grunbein poem is that it, um, it, it works with that in the background, but of course the Cyclops is left a rump for fear of the evil eye. And in that relationship to the Rilke, we have a whole history of um, damage, the, the history of the 20th century, I think, and a, a very uneasy relationship with the, the certainty, the inspiration of uh, the Rilke.